Hi, Andrew. Thank you so much for joining us on Black Ink Cinema Podcast. I'm all good, man. Thank you so, so much for having me. I'm glad to be on here and knowing who you are as well. <laughs> it's, it's really nice. It's funny because we obviously work together and I did not know for a very long time that you did stand up and that you're a comedian. And so when Adam, you know, said that, oh, we've got Andrew. And I was like, Andrew Mensa. It was very, I was very shocked, but impressed and happy. <laughs> Present surprise. I'm here now. I'm here now. Let's talk. <laughs> so you obviously do a bit of presenting for BT Sport yeah. um, which you are ace at and I absolutely love oh thank um, you you're making <laughs> me blush chill oh chill. come on you know you are you know you are <laughs> um, I started at BT as an apprentice innit so I just yeah. kind of worked way up and if I'm honest like what I wore kind of fell into my lap sort of thing which is such just, a good show I bloody love it yeah, it just kind of fell into my lap and then I just got other opportunities now basically like most things I do is mostly just presenting so, which is good yeah Exactly. Is that one of the what I wore tops? I see. Yeah. So basically, how, how it runs, obviously, you know that you know, like the shirts, like mm-hmm. like after each shoot, I just pick out a few, be like, yo, let me let me get, <laughs> let me get that. You just one. love it at the end. You're like, let me just take <laughs> this one. one I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah. If you get any um, nice Arsenal merch, uh, please send Arsenal, it. Arsenal, yeah. All yeah. Right, no way. Let me let me. I'll, I'll put you on my list. No way, <laughs> I can got imagine you. you've got a list. <laughs> Don't worry, I got you. Arsenal, yeah. All right, yeah. Cool, same yeah. I'm. I'm a gooner that is in pain, but yeah, so that is. So, all you, you gooners have been in pain for like the last 10 years. Keep for it a minute, for a minute now. <laughs> We're used to it. <laughs> We're used to it. I've always wanted to do stand-up, yeah? Because obviously I've always thought I was, I was slightly funny, innit? But you never know until you step on the stage, innit? But um, yeah. I think I started in like, my first gig must have been like 2018. Hmm. Um, and I was doing it here and there. And then like, when I got what I wore, that next year, 2019, is when I like started taking it serious and started doing like gigging most nights and stuff. Cool. So, so that last year has been mm. last year and this year have been like a real progressive year. There's like a, a place called the Cavendish Arms in Stockwell. Mm. Um, they do like a summer competition, mm-hmm. and last year, so basically, if you win the summer competition, you get to go there for a, I think it's like for a year, and mm-hmm. you get you just get to get any any spot that they have on. Now, won that competition in the summer. Well so done. So thank you. We'll see. It's like a little humble brag there. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I won the competition in summer. I got a spot there, like, whenever I want. And then where I live in Greenwich, in it, so that's up the creek. It's just down the road from my, my house. And they have, like, a night on a Thursday that I just kept going to. Yeah. Um, and the guy that runs it kind of took a liking to me. And oh, then my. been doing performing there quite a lot. And then that's how, basically, the eight, my agent my agents got... Um, Got basically saw me there, innit? And then mm. I basically ended up signing with Hannah Linton from there. So probably yeah. those two, like up the creek and Karen at Sean's probably the two places I'm at the most. And then there's other places like Voxel yeah. and, and then before you know you're doing a gig in Loughborough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. All you, over the place. <laughs> and I've been saying like once all of this like goes back to normal, I'd love to come and see you. I love yeah, comedy shows for sure. Yeah, definitely, so where, definitely. Where do you kind of see your career steering towards? Like would you try a try out acting or anything like that yeah definitely want to get into like scripted stuff like I'm writing like sitcoms and stuff um, awesome. I've had a, like built a good relationship like a few people at the BBC have seen, have seen me perform and they're kind of like helping me out with like scripts and stuff awesome. which is definitely like, I see as an angle obviously mm. touring as well as doing stand-up but then mm. also doing stuff around football where it's like review shows and like football shows and stuff like that. So just kind of yeah. like, I think the, the key for me is to kind of mesh football and comedy. Yeah. It's like, I'm on a, like a credible platform being at BT. Yeah. And then it's just, it's just like an easy no brainer sort of thing. Of course. 
So we're here to celebrate Black cinema and you chose a top five starring Rosario Dawson and Chris Rock, who also wrote and directed it. Did you pick this movie because of the comedy aspect? Um, do you know what it is, yeah? Chris was my favourite comedian, isn't it? Okay. But he's never really been, like, that sick in movies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's had a few, like, he's had a few, yeah. like... He's had, like, good parts and stuff, like, in Grown Ups and, um, mm. and different films like that. But he's never had, like, a lead movie where I thought was, was like, real sick. Like, you know, like, Eddie Murphy, you've got, like, yeah. Beverly Hills Cop or yeah. Coming to America or Kevin Hart's got, like, array of movies, Think Like a Man. Mm. whatever but Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock I thought that their movie game wasn't all that in it mm. but then when he dropped this I was like yes finally <laughs> there's a there's a movie that matches like his stand-up sort of thing and where he did it around comedy as well I just thought it was so sick like yeah and it's a sick concept like top five everyone's got a top five in any aspect so I just thought it yeah. was a sick concept to have but yeah I just really started really enjoying it like it's such a good watch so in intriguing so many like different underlayers and tones of different like human aspects but mm. it was just all around comedy and all around and it kind of just felt natural do you know what I mean it didn't feel yeah. like he was doing something else it just I felt think like he was playing himself that's the talent that Chris Rock does have like everything that he does all his characters kind of just feel a little bit just like him but it's mm. quite natural and maybe a bit of it is improvised. I'm like just a little bit because it comes off so natural it just feels effortless isn't it in, in, yeah. in the way it flows and stuff yeah 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 so obviously being a fan of Chris Rock and I presume he's an inspiration to you, where do you kind of rank this in his like top five filmographies? That's so good. Do you count, do you count his, stand, his specials as films, yeah? Because if we're doing uh, that... I don't know if that's fair. That's cheating, surely. Uh, that's, if, that's, if, this, if that's not the stand-up, this no, is the yeah. best film, hands down. Okay. Hands yeah. down. Not even close. Like you, could, you can count CB4... But really, this is the best film, man. Yeah, I quite like the one with Anthony Hopkins, but that's just like a guilty pleasure of mine. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a guilty pleasure. It's a guilty pleasure. It's not like something I'm going to be like, ah, oh. it's not like bad boys, you get what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. something cute and light and fun to kind of watch. That's, a, that's what you're slapping on, yeah, yeah. But I think, yeah. yeah, that's definitely the movie. Like, obviously, he's in like new, he's in that like great movie. Yeah, like, like the New Jack City, he's in yeah. a new season of Fargo. Um, yes. I felt like this this was like the first like Chris Rock movie that I watched and I thought, yeah, this is actually hard. Do you know mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say? Like, because you know the ones that there's other films I think is sick, but it's because I'm standing in it. It's like I can't yeah. really tell the man to be oh, watch this film. I know <laughs> <laughs> of course you can. Say but it with your this, chest. But top five, I can say this with my chest. <laughs> this, this film is hard, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the beginning of the film, Chris and Rosario are talking about the analogy of Planet of the Apes and yeah, how that's yeah, yeah. about race. Do you, did you see it that deep or when you're watching Planet of the Apes or did you think it's just for entertainment, it's not that deep? Nah, man. I'm kind of with, I'm, I'm kind of with her in the movie where she's like, a movie can just be a movie. Mm. Like, my own mentality, if anything I, I watch or intake yet, it's got to be the thing first. Yes. So like, and I feel like, people try and put messages and their agendas before the thing they're doing. So like mm -hmm. a guy will be on stage, like a comedian will be on stage getting his agenda across mm. with before being funny. Yeah. Mm. And I don't think it works that way in it. Do you know mm. what I'm going to say? Yeah. So it's like, I like it when, okay, this, 
this is a great movie, but it's also got messages in it. Yes. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So I didn't take kind of the apes like that. I just thought, oh, this is a fantasy movie about monkeys riding <laughs> horses and stuff. Like I didn't take it as, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't, because I felt like, I feel like in a way to do that, it kind of lessens us, if that mm. makes sense. Like looking yeah. at us in, in that kind of way. Kind of simplifies um, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like it simplifies uh, black people's, our con- our makeup and our concept is just to be like, oh yeah, these guys are just from this area and they're trying to separate from human beings. And it's like, mm-hmm. it, it almost adds to that separation that we what we were trying to fight all our lives sort of thing, isn't it? So yeah. I didn't really take it like that. I just took it like, yo, this is about, this is this is a movie about monkeys having an army and that. It's just like, yeah. It's just, I kind of felt like I is. couldn't take it like that because then I wouldn't be able to enjoy the movie. Right, I really enjoy Planet of the Apes like I love a fantasy sci-fi movie and I feel like if I look at it too deep in that way then I just won't be able to enjoy it so yeah and that's another thing that's what I'm saying like you're not watching a movie like if I want to get deep in issues I'm going to watch a Martin Luther King speech (laughs) I'm not going to watch Planet of the Apes I'm trying to Mm. enjoy a movie and if it's if there's undertones in there Mm. I'm with it but if it's like that's the driving force of the movie yeah. kind of just feels weird to me. Although saying that, some films do get it right and you can still enjoy it, like Avatar. Avatar mm-hmm. is like a whole analogy of just like what's been going on in the world. Well, yeah, and, through um, that, yeah. But you're still able to enjoy it and just kind of yeah. lose yourself in it. So I think they've done that quite well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's, that's a real, that's a talent to do that. Yeah, for sure. Do you know what I'm trying to say? To get, mm-hmm. to, to kind of put you in a world that you're immersed in the world. I feel like Black Panther did that so sick as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They like, did it's that. like you're immersed in the world of superhero, but it's also so many messages and tones that it doesn't, but it doesn't feel forced. Because a lot of these things can just feel in your face and it's just yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. When it's in your face and too kind of like, um, like it's you're getting told off or spoken Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that like you're getting preached to. Yeah, no one likes I feel like that's detriment because, again, that turns people away. Yes, exactly. Mm. Whereas when you do it subliminally, like people just take it in without realizing. Take it in, yeah, 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 exactly. Another thing they do highlight in top five is alcohol abuse, substance abuse, mm. in not in a telling off way as well, like shoving it down your throat. But obviously yeah. he's an alcoholic and he's going through his thing, but it's just part of his character and part of his story. Um, and I quite like that as well, because especially I think in the community, we don't really talk about substance abuse. Like yeah, it's that? a big thing, definitely. Yeah, but my 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 best friend died because of substance substance abuse. No it, way. Was like, it was like uh, that's like a couple of years ago, like this, like twenty eighteen when I started stand up. No and it was, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a mad it was a mad scenario. It was like all young and stuff like. Obviously, when you think of like alcoholism, you're thinking of like a guy that's on a on a park bench that's like yeah like yeah sixty yeah. plus years old. But it was like young kids sort of thing and. That scenario made me like re- open up, like yo, like this is actually a big, big issue in our community, sort of thing. And the way they did it in top five, I thought was cool because it was like they were constantly, they constantly showed you throughout the movie how many scenarios you can put, you can be in that where it's like a constant battle. Yeah, a lot of people don't get that. Like just going to a shop mm. and they got that whole alcohol section. You're saying to yeah. yourself like, yo, or the bit where he goes to visit his friends is in his old hood, and it's like. A, a bottle like trapped in the heater. Yes. He picked it up and it's like, yo, he's like smelling it. And it's like, yo, that just like that. He just gone. Imagine going to take a phone call in, in the bathroom. Yeah. And you got a fight, a temptation. So it's just like a constant thing. And like, and then also how easy it was to like 
get roped back into it because I think at the mm-hmm. film he was like four years sober. Yeah, and yeah. then it was just so easy for him to drink again when he was in mm-hmm. when he was like in the shop and he just started picking up a load of bottles. Mm-hmm. It's like it's so it's like a constant fight that someone has to have constantly, which, which yeah. is like with any addiction. Mm-hmm. But where alcohol, I think that alcohol is a very dangerous one because it's so socially um, accepted. Accepted, yeah. And celebrated almost, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not a taboo. And then what I liked is that scene when he was like, you know, it's easier to take it than have to explain why I don't want to take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of like broke my heart a little bit because it's like he felt the pressure to just do it so he doesn't have to deal with the more questions. Um, Yeah, and, and obviously it's like, it's definitely in like it's almost it's also a cool thing as well, isn't it? Like to be to go out to drink and to like, but you don't actually understand that like a lot of people are are dealing with that as an issue, sort of thing. And it was just like how many places that he has to go if he goes literally anywhere outside of his house, yeah, almost he has to deal with that temptation. Mm. And that's one thing I learned through my friend passing was like, yo, like. I just thought, oh yeah, he's going for a phase or whatever, but he's like constantly having to deal with that every day, and and people are around him like taking drinking magnums, and they they're fine, but we don't know that how how that affects. Him, I'm sort of thing. so sorry, I'm like, you know, especially um, it's a young person like that's yeah, so yeah. heartbreaking. But it was also it was heartbreaking, like definitely the toughest time in my life. But it's also so been so eye opening to like mm. having a bit more compassion, especially towards alcohol. As yes. Well. and like you said because it is so it's legal it's everywhere people don't quite I don't know maybe comprehend that it might be difficult for people who find it more difficult to say no or to keep something like that under control Um, definitely and also I think yeah where like a lot of like people like us we come from like you know council estates and hard times a lot of the times, alcohol is an easy escape from those yeah, problems. People rely on it, it's, and it's very easy. You can get alcohol cheap. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to say you can. You, it doesn't take much to get it going. Mm. And people go through a lot of like traumatic experiences, whether it's through like fight financially or through in their home, mm. and it's just another way to escape. And it's not looked at as a problem. Yeah, yeah. So where it's not looked at taboo, it's like you don't even have to hide. The fact that you're you're escaping, mm. do you know what I'm trying to say? You don't even yeah. have to hide. Like if my if my friend was doing cocaine, oh, we would have sorted that out eat earlier because yeah, like, oh, bro, like you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, well, yeah alcohol yeah. and we're at a party. Yeah, and it's like everyone's fine and everyone's talking about their hangover the next day. It's like mm-hmm. it doesn't really didn't really hit as much, mm. but it just shows like through like a lot of experiences and through a lot of different times. I wish one thing was deep in the movie was like, I don't feel funny because every time I was funny, I was like, I was drunk or high. Yeah. And it was like, that was deep because it was like, yeah, like some people like, you don't even know that like, some people are going through certain things and they don't feel themselves unless they're mm. under, under alcohol um, influence. So that, that was a bit crazy. And they've learned to just make it part of their everyday life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, there's so many like functioning. Functioning. Yeah, functioning. Yeah, exactly. Woof. Sorry, that like you threw me. That I was not expecting you to that say that. Deep, that got deep. Isn't that it? got that deep. That got deep real quick. For a comedy movie, that got kind of deep. <laughs> Andrew, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, that is. But like you said, it's an eye opener. You know, when you see someone close to you go through something like that, there's nothing more eye opening. Opening, yeah, hundred percent. Reminds you of how fragile life is, and kind of mm. to appreciate it, and kind of, you know, it can happen to anyone. 
you know, you're not exactly, gonna have a shield yeah, of <laughs> of like a barrier protecting us. So just right, kind of yeah. take care. The film also, there's not a lot of films, but the film also uh, spans over like a very long 24 hours. Mm. Like it feels, <laughs> it starts off pretty early in the day and then goes into the following day. I don't really see a point where anyone goes to sleep. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just seems a long old like day, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. On the show, discussed a few other 24 hour films, like Do the Right Thing and. Right. Um, training day is one of them as well. Training day, yeah, exactly. Um, so this goes in there, which is quite cool. I think when you do that, you're able to explore a bit more. Yeah, and fit in quite a bit. Gabriel Union plays the reality TV star who I, I'm guessing is kind of loosely based on Kim, which is funny because obviously this was co-produced by Jay and Kanye. So <laughs> that must have been a, a little bit awkward. <laughs> yeah, 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 for real. Especially for real, when right? she says she's not. She doesn't have anything else, like... She doesn't have a talent or anything, yeah. I thought that was kind of deep. That, like, not deep, but, like, I really enjoyed her character. Yeah, same, yeah. her character was, like... It was a poster child for, like, mm. the celebrity world. Yeah. Or, like, the social media world. It was, the, like, the she was... She embodied all of that. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, she embodied that character. And it was... It was crazy, like, on... On how... Because that's another thing, like... That's also an addiction on like how because he was even saying to her, like you're addi- like listen to you like you're addicted to this mm. and it was like and I feel like that's another thing where it's like yo like everything was for the cameras and it's like everything's for sale and it's everything's like, for sale much, which is crazy are you willing to give of yourself in order to get these like I don't know Clicks. followers and to, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And, and likes and stuff. So it's another metaphor and kind of represent, it represents, especially now, we all, the time and age that we live in now, everything yeah. is about perception and how it appears. And she was just like, do this for me. I need this. Mm. And you can see it was just like a fiend. It was like a fiend who needs the next shot. So yeah, 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 yeah. It's mad. It's mad how like, I was watching a, uh, one of my favorite comedians, Andrew Schultz, had a, had a line about that. Mm. It's basically like how like, the world, um, basically, the biggest currency today is clout, and like yeah. how like you could literally like use your celebrity to almost do anything. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the the Trump is a, the president's because of you of his celebrity. Do you mm-hmm. know that's that's mad. That's yeah, actually crazy. Clout. Like yeah, it's all all clout or like to to six nine was the biggest rapper because he just had clout. He's just able mm-hmm. to garner garner attention mm-hmm. and. And it's almost like he kind of flipped it because he kind of he kind of blamed us because it's yes. like we're we're a society that demands to be entertained every minute of the day for free, mm-hmm. and it was a thing of like yo that's actually true. And it's like he had a line where he said when you um when you want a circus you exalt you exalt the clowns, and mm-hmm. I feel like this this era of where we're living in social media has like got so many positives so many ways that like, you can connect with people and stay in touch yeah. with people uh so many people have been able to like it's kind of killed like the gatekeepers for example um, yes I, like in, in in industries and stuff like that but it's also um kind of made people fiend for that for attention and a lot mm-hmm. of the times we don't get the best people for the job we just get the people who garner the most attention and yeah. it was just like one thing she said that was kind of was kind of deep was like you have to choose me so it's mm. like he if he doesn't choose her if he doesn't marry her then then it's like oh we'll just disregard her but because he has a certain yeah. status 
he has to choose her, which kind of makes her her. And I feel like a lot of people are kind of suffering through that. Yeah. When they say suffering, it's like it's more like kind of feeling for a way. Because I feel like celebrity is the biggest class now. Yeah. It wasn't. It isn't like back in the day where it was kings and 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 queens and monarchy who we look to. Like I don't think anybody my age younger even cares about the queen and that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? We care about yo that guy's popping. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That Money. guy's got status. yeah status like that, and status comes through celebrity. And what social media has has made it that anyone can be it. You don't need a talent. You don't you need don't, a talent. You don't need like to do anything. You, you don't need to be like I don't know rap act. Yeah. Now you've kind of those are secondary. If you can do that, then it's like well done. But it's you can kind of be mediocre, and as long as you have like a likability uh, yeah. influence a, a massive group of people, then that's you're kind of winning. Yeah, and a lot of the times, a lot of the times, yeah, like I feel like the word influence is like. Is 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 the wrong word because mm. like I feel like Dave Chappelle is an influencer. I feel like real influencers don't say they're influencers. Oh, of course, yeah. Say, like they really influence, and I feel like those people are just able to get eyes on them. Mm. And like it could be through anything. It could be like taking half naked pictures. It could be like trolling, mm. like doing pranks on people that are kind of dangerous. It could be anything. It could be just doing saying like the most outlandish stuff, and you're mm. just able to. Like I've like a lot of the stuff I watch on social media is just like it's not like I, I, I would want to support those people. It's just like oh yeah, that's this is wild. Like have you not seen this? Sort of thing? <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, this guy just jumped off this this building and landed somewhere. It's like it's just like wild, a lot of wild stuff. And the people have I'm not sure if that, I feel like soon that would be considered a talent. Just how it's can I get attention? On, yeah. yeah. How can I get attention? Um, people to tune out on me, and the world is kind of set up it's kind of set up in that way now. Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So like people are constantly thinking of like, how can I just get clicks? And like she, her character, Gary Reunion's character just kind of like epitomized all of that. Like when she changed the rings, yeah. when she said to him, um, uh, if he doesn't, if like, can we just go back in the car? And he's like, oh, if you can kiss me back in the car. And she's like, if it doesn't happen on camera, it doesn't happen. It's like, yeah. What? Yeah, like, that's mad. If you think, that, yeah, but like, imagine living that life. Like you know, yeah. everything needs to be recorded and documented. But that's, that's like crazy. I call that the Instagram life. You know, there's a lot of people that are portraying happy lives, and uh, yeah, yeah not really. I, like, I was there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It was I literally that, you know? took that picture. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know the background story. It's mad. Like I was, I was watching. Like I was watching. Like a, um, I was on Twitter and like someone like posted like something from made in chelsea in it mm. there's like some girl crying about like her boyfriend that was about to leave her yeah and i and honestly i was dying laughing in it dying laughing and i turned and i said yo like don't you think it's mad how like i'm laughing at someone's like real situation because it's on television like i'm genuinely like on the floor laughing at how the girl was crying and, and i'm like yo that this is actually her life yeah this is not, you know what not- i'm i am i'm a little bit guilty of that someone it was on like the shade borough or something like that and this guy's basically snapping about why this girl is just kind of airing him i don't know um, you might have seen it as well and he's having a so, right meltdown and it was just like for me as well as a girl i'm not used to seeing guys having a whole mental <laughs> breakdown <laughs> over a girl so it was it was a revelation. I was like, oh, this is a nice change. Yeah. Like, but it was, I was like, what's happening? Why has no one told him 
It's like, yo, chill. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, 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 but exactly chill. between the WhatsApp group. Like, it doesn't need <laughs> to be making it, making the rounds out there. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's mad how, like, that would garner so much attention and that would get mm-hmm. someone on a platform yeah. just because you had a meltdown. Like, I was watching, like, the guy that got, um, what's that, um, why are you coming fast, guy? It's just like, yo, like, this guy just got a boohoo, boohoo man deal because someone, you know what I'm saying? Because you just went, just went mad. But the, it's the, mad. The danger with that, yeah, is it goes up and down. So, yeah. like, even in the, at the end of the movie, when he, he's obviously not going to marry her, mm. it's like her world's going to become, is going to crash right down. Yes. Which is so crazy how, like, how fickle that is. Yes, exactly. And in like a big many, night, kind of, in a day, he changed his mind about her when in a he day, kind of yeah. starts off saying that she kind of saved his life and she helped him get clean. And within, a day he's able to be like, Meh. nah, and Meh. just like that, that and just like that, your life is kind of like, your life is kind of almost okay. done. Yeah. So it's like it's, it was like a, I took from that like like you have to kind of be secure in yourself, yes. like no, regardless of what happens. If you get fired, if your girlfriend leaves you, if your social media account like deletes, like you're actually good. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Which is actually very hard to be. Like, it's very it's, hard just to be. It's self-love without sounding as corny as hell. But self-love yeah. is like the most important thing because once... And it's hard to be just cool with yourself. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I feel like in life, like, we all try things. Like, I know me as a comedian. I, I'm on stage because I have like a weird sense of a need for attention. I know that. And it's like kind of like trying to fight that and trying to be cool with just being you, being you, yeah. being regular sort of mm-hmm. thing and through through social media it's just like yo yeah it's like sometimes you seeing a guy on holiday and he's in Bora Bora two rollies on his wrist <laughs> and girls everywhere and you're just in your cubicle like yo like this is, <laughs> this is life do you know what I'm trying to say so yeah, that constant bombardness yeah kind of like yeah. where it's like 20 years ago 30 years ago if you saw someone who was a celeb if you saw Eddie Murphy as a big superstar, why. you it understand, like, yo, this guy is one of the, he's one of the greatest. Like, yeah. I understand, like, his fame and his, um, he's like, he's put in enough work and enough, like, talent and has enough, he's given enough to the world to gain that. Whereas, like, now, like, you could just literally tell, some people got, like, a million followers and I'm just like, what? Like, you just took off your bra. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? Especially when people are celebrated for nothing kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. so it encourages that behavior to keep continuing and to go down generations De- definitely um, definitely yeah, yeah one of the criticisms i would say about the movie was obviously towards the end when he finds his mojo and he gets on stage sober and he does a wicked set like mm. it polished at some point like he hits every <laughs> every joke um and i just thought for someone who had a big speech about the only time he's been on stage and been successful is when he's been drunk and, and whatnot. So he doesn't know how to do it sober. He did that so like effortlessly. And I'm, I thought maybe there should have been a few stumbles towards the beginning. And then he, and then, like, he kind of found his mojo. Yeah. Then he settles into a rhythm because yeah, it, yeah. It, you didn't then feel like this was such a big like crescendo mo- moment. It just felt like, Oh, right, I do this right. all the time. I've got this in the bag. But do you not feel yeah, that's the illusion that he can't do it drunk is an illusion yeah 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 and like, it's not actually real yeah that he has to be drunk to do it or maybe it's something he told himself or he's been yeah and I, I thought like a lot of that times just like 
we tell ourselves, because like, I look at life, you know, like fear, it's like, you know, like the Wizard of Oz, when like... Well, he went and bought the Wizard of Oz, go for it. Yeah, the Wizard of Oz, and then when they when they get to the end and they pull the curtain, it's just a small Donny that's causing all the all the aggro. <laughs> that's what like <laughs> that's what your fear is, really. It's like yeah. you we tell ourselves, oh, I can't do this without this, mm. or I can only do this when I'm like this, and it's mm. like not really. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like a lot of even like like a lot. Of, I know a lot lot of like like musicians who say like I can't make music. Without, without being high or like yeah. something like that, which is a bit weird, but it's like that's actually not true. Yeah. So I kind of I understand what you're saying. It's like mm-hmm. they need maybe need needs to take some time into get into that flow because yeah. obviously there must have been a mad fear. But also there's almost like an element thing as well. Like some people are just so natural in their element that yeah, once they get in there, yeah. they just they just know how to keep it ticking. It's like mm-hmm. I was I was reading like the the Maradona book, yeah, and oh. he was like alcohol mm-hmm. cocaine addict, and he would like like be drunk all day on a Saturday high, and then turn up on a Sunday and just be the best player. He was just able to do it. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Which was weird. Like, it was just like and I realized that some people are just in their element and some things. Like he's probably been at that point. He's probably done like how many like maybe over a hundred thousand gigs. Yeah. So when he steps on that stage, he's probably he can probably find himself. And also, was he totally sober because he was drinking earlier? But the few he beers. Went to jail. Yeah, the few. But there were only a few beers. He didn't even finish a bottle, did he? Yeah, and for, it real, was for real. That's for like real. a five percent. That's that's calm. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but no, I definitely get what you mean because I did watch yeah. a I watched another stand up show. It's called I'm Dying Up Here. It's like a series, and like the mm-hmm. girl was like. Like her first time on a big stage, it, it I think it showed it well more better than top five. It was like yeah. she kind of slowly got there, but when yeah. she did, it was like yeah, so you kind of, of on that you kind of appreciate the journey a bit more. Yeah, That's exactly. What you're saying yeah, yeah, because he literally just went up there and rocked it in it. <laughs> rocked it like he's what? There was no fear. There was no you know nothing holding him back. He didn't need alcohol. Do you know what I mean? He made it. Like, with, so and easy. with that scene, the issue I had with that scene as well is like he when he got there, he was like, "No, I'm not going up." I would have liked to have seen like the convincing of yeah, oh yo, bro, like get on stage sort of thing, yeah. and him like kind of, that would have again showcased the fear a bit more. Exactly, totally agree with you there. Um, there are some great cameos in this film, like comedy, hip hop. Left, right, and center. Um, for me, my favorite has to be DMX. And oh, that scene was so funny. Smile, oh, which God. is my jam. Um, never heard it sang like that before, but <laughs> it's now part of me, and it just lives rent free in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, which one? Did you have any like favorite cameos? Did you have any favorite scenes? I found it so funny. Yeah. In his bachelor party, had Jerry Seinfeld and Adam Sandler were just in that fucking and Whoopi and Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg just in the flipping strip club, as you listening do to like some fucking hood music, <laughs> and then like fucking Jerry Seinfeld's on there, like yo, like she's just stole my wallet. She's like, <laughs> where? So it's like, do I have to say? <laughs> I just found it so funny that like, I just love those kind of like. I feel like you know, as you grow, yeah. So like, as you kind of grow, you kind of like expand into different areas of the world. So, like, obviously, probably up until, like, 19, I probably was all just all around black people uh, or people who were... Not even black people, like, 
black people who were similar to me grew up yes. similar estates, all of that stuff. So like working for working at BT, you meet like other black people who like some of them went to private school and some of them like into rugby and stuff like that. And then you meet <laughs> different kinds of people, and then you end up, you end up growing friends with those people, and then like. It was just like in that scene, how like obviously through his comedy career, he's gained those friends. But yeah. then he come in he, his and he's just put all of those people in like one environment. And yeah. then and they're all they're all there because it's like ultimately like we're all kind of the same. We all mm. have like so like a lot of the times so that's the beauty of diversity. I think the beauty of diversity is mm. um understanding ultimately that we're all the same. So yeah. through our differences, mm. we are the same sort of thing. And it was like it was it was cool to see in that element of like he has all his different kinds of friends. Mm. Like he's got his like professional friends, and some of them are like this guy's a Jewish white guy who doesn't. Um, and but they're all in that in that scene. They're all talking about the same sort of thing. Like yeah, yeah. don't cheat on your wife. You're gonna like get the prenup. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all That's of that stuff. And it's like we all go through those things in life, regardless mm. of where we come from. And it was just like a, a cool scene to kind of just have his like his homegrown friends and then also like <laughs> yeah, Jerry exactly. Seinfeld there. yeah yeah it's cool that's that's a, that shows a lifetime of like different friendships and different friendship groups that you have and yeah, 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 yeah. and they all add rich richness to your life do you know what I mean I think meeting those different people have definitely influenced him in one shape or another so it's kind of nice to see him in that group of friends as well with different people you're a different person yeah 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 you know, we have to code switch quite often, so it's quite sweet to see him in that. One of my favourite scenes has to be the tampon scene. Oh, when she stuck the tampon in the boyfriend's bum. That yes. Was so jokes. Yes, that was good karma. That was so <laughs> right. Good. I just couldn't stop laughing. I just thought that was so hilarious. I couldn't like, stop laughing from, from, from the moment she bust the door and he was bending over. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, bro, what are you doing? I couldn't believe that, fam. Like, his bum is actually in the air. Just in the air, just there waiting like that. That had me going for yeah, a bit. Yeah, that was funny. And how, 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 like, she just, like... Like, what you said was so rude as well. Like, have you ever been in that scenario where it's, like, someone just embarrassed no. you? <laughs> no. Just, I haven't just, walked in and someone's butt is in the air. No, no, no. Don't, <laughs> that bit. You know before, yeah, when they're at dinner, Oh, yes, yes. And, like, someone's just, like, embarrassed you in front yes. of people you don't know. It's like, be, why be, would you do that? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's That's so hard called for. And those are the sort of things that, like, you'll stay up at night vexed as well. And then you're vexed at yourself for not pulling them up in the yeah, moment. Yeah, and then yeah, it's like, yeah, now yeah. it's too late to kind of, like, bring that back up. Bring it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's, those ones are, like, gut checks, isn't it? It's like, yeah. Know, like, you never saw it coming. No, yes. It's like yeah. someone pinched you underneath the arm. It's like, yo, that really hurt. But <laughs> I can't really complain because it's a pinch. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, that scene was very funny. I thought that there was a lot of like just funny scenes and like mm. just funny like dialogue. Like it's just like a, I feel like situational comedy is like really, it was easier to put jokes in there. Hmm. So yeah. even when he was like, well, we can't get another handicapped president. You don't, you don't, you run for president. You don't, you don't roll, for, roll president. for president. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, like you can just put, and obviously him being such a, like a master writer, mm. you can just tell like the conversation and the dialogue just flowed really well. And it was just like so many funny scenarios that they were in. Even really dark moments, like when he sees his dad and they have that conversation, his dad asks for money. And then she's like, oh, who was that? And he was like, my dad. My dad, yeah, that was deep, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> was that, that was deep, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that. I feel like a lot of like a lot of people like who come out of those environments like have like people that kind of are feel entitled towards them and towards mm. their successful thing. Yeah, and that's kind of like a weird concept to deal with because I feel like everyone in their own life kind like goes through their life and goes through their journey and no one really knows it to the extent mm. that they know it. Mm. And it's just weird how like someone feels like, oh yeah, I can just, I should be able to, I can be rude to and still get, get money yes. from you. That's family. Like, family is very entitled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another thing I want to talk about here was like, which I feel like is a big thing in our community here was you, when he went back home mm. and like after he was visiting, like his, his friend was like, yo, yo, like make sure you stay black. Yeah. Like, make sure you stay black. And also it ties into him like wanting to do the um Haitian movie. Yes. And I feel like a lot of black people in in the limelight have this complexity that they kind of have to stand for their people. Mm. Whereas like do you, do you think so? I I think it's more like maybe they feel like they can't sometimes and they have to water themselves down. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely there's definitely that element to can I feel like a lot of people water themselves down mm. to get to the top. But I feel like once they're there, mm-hmm. like... Um, there's a responsibility. There's, there's yeah. almost a responsibility that our community puts on them. Like, yeah. I was watching an interview about Chris Rock doing a press tour about Top 5, and the point he made was like, Tom Hanks is just a great actor. We look at Tom Hanks as a great actor. But Denzel Washington <laughs> is a god to us. <laughs> do, you know, yeah. do, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, he's yeah, like... Yeah. The yeah. way we look at Denzel or um, Muhammad Ali or Will Smith, it's mm. like they, these guys are like absolute like Because icons. they've defied all odds. They've, they've defied yeah, all odds. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, I, like, pinnacle. that's another thing. It's like there's not yeah. a lot of a lot of us that make it that high. Mm. So there's also that representation. But like Tom Hanks won't ever go to his old area and then be like, yo, make sure you stay white, you know? <laughs> yeah. just, 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 you know what I'm trying to say? And I feel like there's, there is that pressure of like, Black people having to stand up. So like you got you got like um, Marcus Rashford now. Mm. You got that like, Raheem Sterling, and I always feel like there's definitely a pressure and there's definitely a critique of on black people who just do what they do. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like there was a, when you watched that the Michael Jordan documentary. Yeah, I watched. There's a big critique on him not standing for black issues, and mm. it's like, and an element to me is like, well, he just wants to play basketball. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like not everyone can be a Carla. Not everyone can be a Malcolm X sort of thing. And I feel like the biggest way to change is through what God has blessed you to do. And also by by taking up that space and being in that space to begin with. You know, yeah, and yeah, I, think, yeah. um, I, I do agree with you because I do think, for example, what went on this year with the protesting and everything, and there was a big like, if you weren't posting this, then you're not for the cause and you're not whatever. For me, it was like, Everyone protests or does things differently. I literally yeah. have a protest. I, I'm here. I'm taking up space in, you know, in spaces that I... Facts, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so just because I'm not marching, I'm not doing this, or I'm not posting every two minutes, don't judge me and say that I'm not, you know, representing my people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, Kendrick, it's like Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole got criticised for not posting. It's like, Ke- J. Cole's yeah, literally outside. <laughs> outside marching Kendrick Lamar's albums are always about uplifting black yeah, people so exactly. it's like some people like again yeah. like as you're saying protest in their own way yeah and like 
And a lot of the times, yeah, I can't even lie. A lot of the times, I don't even want certain guys to be talking on black issues because I know they're going to mess it up. One million percent. This is the other thing. Yeah. I know that I'd rather you score, rather <laughs> you score a goal and have Black Lives Matter on your shirt and kiss it or something like that, rather than going on Good Morning Britain and making us all look bad. Do you know, <laughs> do you know what I'm trying to say? And and there's that, that differentiation between like having to like make a stand for your people because I feel like the best way you make a stand is by doing what you're best at and I feel like that that bit of the film kind of like touched on like being a role model mm-hmm. and I always say like the term role model is dangerous because it's like I feel naturally you put role models on a pedestal mm-hmm. and none of those guys are like one thing I like I liked about the movie is that he's they put him on a pedestal but where you see his life, you realize like, yo, this guy's struggling with alcohol addiction. He's got, he's about to enter a marriage that he doesn't really want. So there's all of those things, and it's like you shouldn't put these people on a pedestal. Like people in in like in like celebrity culture, I feel like they should be using like, as an example. It's like, okay, Michael Jordan is my example. If I want to be a basketball player, he's my example. Mm-hmm. What do I need to do? What do I need to sacrifice? But you shouldn't idolize him. Yeah. He's a human being. Mm-hmm. I think say? more and more nowadays we're getting used to seeing them as humans, like yeah. humans because of social media, because of whatever we're getting to see them outside of the screen or on the on the pitch or whatever it may be. Whereas before, all you ever saw them was either in magazines or like on red carpets and like, you know, dressed in a right, nice... Right, that right, right, right. Of, so like, it's easier to like put them on a pedestal yeah exactly whereas now it's like uploading to their story more often so you get to see them more on a personal level and but then that invites familiarity and which is can be a little bit dangerous because then people dangerous as well. yeah, yeah, they yeah, know yeah, you yeah. like that and then they can just like add their little two pence and their, their opinions which is very yeah. um, which is yeah yeah definitely definitely which is kind of like a weird balance you kind of got to find isn't it as, a, as someone in, in the limelight. But it was also, I just felt it was so cool how, like, that core of friends, like, when you went back to that flat, you just, I felt like in that movie, that was him at his most peaceful. Yeah. Just being around it. Like, he took off his jacket, like, he's just talking about, like, his favourite rappers, and it was just around his family and friends, and you kind of need that. Like, I feel like a lot of people lose that. Yes, the more it's very they get important on. to have your, your base Basically, like, yeah, like, your base, like, you know, I can go back to, they're not looking yeah. at me as uh, this superstar celebrity comedian. They're just looking at me, hey, me like, yo, like, this is Andre who used to, yeah. like, you get me, like, who I used to beat up or something like that, or just take the, take the mick out of. And it was good to see him, like, being in that element. Because mm. I watched, like, a, a documentary, Kevin Hart, and it was, like, before he went on stage. I think after he went on stage, he had just killed it. I think it was, like, the mm. O2. Mm. And like when he got off stage, like his boys were just boying him, and it's just like <laughs> he was just like, "Yo, how can I? How can you can keep them humble. You got yeah, keep it's them like, humble. how can I? How can I ever get arrogant if these guys just take the piss out of me all day? Yeah. And it was just cool that he had that base, and yeah. that he's always had that base, so which I think is like very important because you can lose yeah. yourself in it, and it's easy to kind of get swindled into what you're and doing. So like get, us get at BT, for example, thought. like in my team, I'm the only black person in my team, so it's like you can kind of lose your element. Mm. the more you go on because the busier you get and the more your schedule gets scrolling. Yeah. It was, always, it was great that he kind of went back there and it was just yeah. to show that. I think you that. kind of need it to recharge. Yeah, exactly. And it's also, you see the essence of where the funny came from. All of yeah. his friends think they were funny and then hey, yeah. you can <laughs> tell like you had to kind of be witty and stuff like that in those environments and you, 
and it would just probably that probably that kind of like birth these talent which i think yes. like a lot of the times the further we get we come away from the essence of made of what made us want to do things you know what i'm trying yeah. to say exactly one of like the things I love about this film. It's got great music. The soundtrack is one of my jams. On that, I'm going to do a quick fire part five hip hop artist. Go. My five, yeah? Yeah, your five. All right. Nas number one. Mm-hmm. I like Eminem, but I like Slim, like, you know, Slim Shady. When I say yes. Eminem, I don't mean the way you love the way you lie or not. <laughs> The real Slim Shady. First album, Slim Shady. Yeah. First two albums, Slim Shady. Mm-hmm. Then J. Cole. Mm-hmm. I like J. Cole. J. Cole to me is like vanilla ice cream, but he's the best vanilla ice cream you're ever going to have. Okay. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> um, the that best, is the shadiest the compliment I've ever heard, but yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, I like sim- vanilla ice cream. I'm, I, yeah, vanilla ice cream, everyone likes wrong. it. He's, he's hogging us. He's a top quality he's, one. Okay. We'll go Ben and Jerry's just because they were the were uh, cause, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ben yeah, obviously Ben and Jerry's. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so who have I, who have I said Nas, Eminem, Nas, J. Cole. Eminem, J. Cole. And then I'm gonna say Kendrick. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna say Jay-Z. Okay. That's my fast. That's my I think that's a good fast though. That's a good five. I'm not listen, I love yeah. mm, not all, but but I respect so, all of them. My, so who 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 you love in that list? Um this may come very controversial. And I'll deny it, um, even though there's video evidence. But like, are you gonna say Kendrick Lamar? No, I love Kendrick. Kendrick's my boy, always. Talk to me, talk to me. So my top five would go be on, obviously Biggie, Puck, Nas. You, you just don't want to get in hip hop trouble. That's why you. No, no, no. Look, I, sure? I'll tell you why I'm gonna get. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll okay. tell you, Biggie, uh, cool. Puck, Nas, Little Kim. Has okay, to be okay. in my top five. Like, I feel that, I feel that. Don't disrespect my girl. Um, and I'm, I'm going to throw a, a curveball in here. Talk to me. Buster Rhymes. Oh, I would, I would, Buster Rhymes' I would, new album is Flames, though. Buster it's Flames. That flames. new album is so hard. I would put him, and this is this is where it gets controversial, I would put him over Jay. I think Jay, for me, does No, you wouldn't put him over I would, Jay. I would put him over Jay. I would no, you wouldn't. I would. I would. Because <laughs> I, I would go, if I was, if you had both of their catalogs in front of me, I would go to play first Buster's songs before I play Jay. But he get, he's got some really cool club bangers, don't get me wrong, but he's not my go-to. What is it about, do you, what is it about Jay-Z don't like? Is it because you know, like, no, so well, famous? Don't twist my words now. It's not that <laughs> I don't like him. Okay, don't be twisting. You'll get me in trouble. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know what the beehive and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, so what? So you're not in your top five? Nah. You know what? I hear that, man. You've got, you've got, <laughs> I hear that, I hear that. But you've got enough, you've got enough, you know why? You've got enough solid candidates. You know what I mean? But if, and then if I was to go and add another five, definitely Kendrick and J. Cole would be, you know, followed after. Um, but I don't know. I just think. How do you judge your top five? Do you judge your top five of what you listen to the most? Or... I'm Is that, do you take everything into account? I take everything into account. Okay. I definitely lyrics, flow, clarity, bangers, <laughs> a variation as well. Like I, you yeah. know, you can be conscious, but you know, hood. I want to party as well. Yeah, yeah. Wanna, do you know what I mean? Like, want to start a war? I'm dead. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
Like my 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 honorable mentions would be DMX. Okay, yes. And um see he's my hype and anytime you play. Yeah, that's my hype guy. If I if I wanna if I wanna ride out, yeah, just DMX. And I liked in school, I really like Lil Wayne. But the reason why they're not in my top five, because one thing for me I love is longevity. Mm, mm, mm. I like longevity. So I like those, the five I've picked have been going for a long time at a yeah. high level. Yeah. There's DMX after the first two albums. I mean, he was dealing with a few things, but yeah. Lil Wayne after the first three albums, it's like you kind of started doing rock albums and that. So like you have to... For me, it would have been Lil Wayne, but he he's wild with his mouth. So I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't back that. So you can't support, you can't, do you like, can't, you can't separate the art from the arts, it's, Oof. Mensa, are we, I don't know if we're ready for that. That's going to go into uh, another. That's, that's new, another that's podcast. App, that's another. <laughs> that's another app. Um, let's just that's... that one. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay, know. Cool. I'm one of those people. I'm a yeah, kind of fifty fifty. Mm, I, I feel I, you. Yeah, fifty fifty. Um, what about top five comedians? Top five comedians. Um. Chris Rock number one, mm-hmm. and then I'll say, okay, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, Jerry Seinfeld, mm. and Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz like up and coming, but if it's not Andrew Schultz, I'll go. No, I'll go Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. I'm surprised Ber- Eddie Murphy went in that top five. Eddie Murphy, yeah. I'm not sure, you know. <laughs> I love how peaceful you're trying to be right now. <laughs> Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy is like, he's a superstar comedian, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But I think there's so many comedians better than Eddie Murphy. Mm. Like when I look back at the specials, isn't it? Like I just think he was, he was like a, a phenomenon. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like he's like an absolute phenomenon. But I just feel like when it comes to like, again, longevity, like you've only done two specials, isn't it? And all the specials are crazy. But I like, mean, they paved the way for other people. They, and they paved, and they definitely paved the way, 100%. Mm. But, like, I just feel like when you see guys like George Carlin or, like, Kevin Hart, when they've done, they've done almost, like, eight specials. Are you are you about to say it, Kevin? No, I'm not saying these guys are better. No, no, it's just, just specify. Is Kevin Hart funnier than Eddie Murphy? No, 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 no. Okay. No one's funnier than Eddie Murphy. No one. No one's funnier than Eddie Murphy. We were about to... We were about but to... I feel like there's... I feel like there's a difference between your talent and your craft. Mm, mm. And like your talent is being funny, isn't it? Your craft is actually being a stand-up comedian. And I just feel like those guys I've named have been like working on their craft way longer now. Mm-hmm. And like Eddie, Eddie Murphy, I, like I grew up on Eddie Murphy being Dr. Doolittle. I didn't grow up on, you know what I'm saying, red leather Eddie Murphy. That's not my Eddie Murphy. Ooh. So the first Eddie Murphy I was introduced to is Dr. Doolittle, not, not a professor. Okay, I had to I go see. back and do my research. I see. see, I grew up on Beverly Hills. That was That's my what I'm saying. So like, so like, I grew up on these movies later on in his career, rather than like, if you ask my brothers, my older brothers or my mum, Eddie Murphy is like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's the man sort of thing. So. Uh, Eddie Murphy will be my top 10, but he's like, hey, I'm going to do what you did with the Jay-Z situation. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I'll try to use me as a cop-out. <laughs> I'm going to try to use my own words. 
Love that. So if you were going to direct people to YouTube to watch a clip from this film, top five, what clip would it be and why? Wow, that's a sick question. That's a really good question. This, I really like the DMX scene, but I feel like it's really good in concept yeah. with the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't like the scene. I'll tell them for 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 humor purposes <laughs> only. The scene is when he's in Houston and he's in the hotel room with Cedric and Entertainer. Um, that is the that- funniest piece of comedy I've seen in a film for a long time. <laughs> Why? It was wild. That was wild. So wild, yeah. So, so many wild. levels. So wild. So yeah, disturbing. Yeah. Um, so wild, disturbing. I don't like... think I ever want to see either of them <laughs> naked like that. Like that's <laughs> that's not. <laughs> no. I was so annoyed, like when they were pillow fighting, yeah, and like the, <laughs> the flipping thing that was just all over the room. The I would feathers. be so upset. Yeah, the pillars yeah. were just like feathers and all over. I would have been, so, I would have stopped it right then. I'm and not there. gonna lie, I was thinking about the cleaner in that scene. I was like, someone's <laughs> gonna have to clean up all those feathers. That is, yeah. When he was just left there as well, like on the bed, I was just like, oh, I would hate to be in that position. That was and then you had so the same as well next to him. It was yeah, like, <laughs> he's, he's all crawled up, like yo, feathers in his hair. I would have been. Out of there, man. But yeah, that scene was so funny. That so whole thing going, going to Houston was funny. Yeah, do that. I'll probably, I'll probably say that scene. If you want to bust up laughing, I'll say that scene. That's a hilarious scene because you don't really know what's happening. Um, yeah, I was thinking like this is too good to be true, and it was, the scene was going too well. I'm yeah, like, where, where's, where's, and he just, he just busts in the room. Like, <laughs> like what? Don't, don't do drugs and don't drink, guys. That is, <laughs> that is. <laughs> what you should take away from this film basically that was so funny man but yeah don't say no to drugs man yeah say no to drugs <laughs> andrew mens it's been absolutely a pleasure having i've you. had so much fun man thank you so much for having me no thank you for joining us on black ink cinema podcast um i wish you the absolute best and thank i can't you. wait to see you do your stand-up i'm really looking forward to that Really I'm happy. Gonna see you soon anyway, yeah. You sit like yeah. you literally sit behind me. <laughs> I know. And now we've been working from home for I don't know, what is it, I eight know, months I now? Know. It's crazy, it's crazy. Sad times. Sad times. Can't wait, yeah, yeah. But hopefully so I'll see much. you soon. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully when the world comes back, when we when we we got pull we're put on pause at the moment, but when it's back, I'm ready to take over. Restart. <laughs> yeah, it should be good, man. But thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, thanks again, Andrew. <laughs> Get your hands on a gym and tonic G&T box. Enter the promo code BLACKINK for an exclusive 10% discount on your order. Gym and tonic. Sustainable urban gin.